welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Justine. And I'm Ashley. This is a weekly show where we watch romantic comedies and we talk about them and we learn things things about ourselves. Sometimes. <laughs> about love, about life. Sometimes. About the socioeconomic system of the <laughs> United States. Sometimes. <laughs> Mostly we learn about what makes a good romantic comedy and what makes a really bad one. Yes. And how things are defined as romantic comedies. Yes. That's pretty much what is a definite thing that happens every week. What are we watching today? Well, today we're watching 1996's Emma. Emma. So this is one of our movies from our DVD.com selection. Um, The description on the Netflix company is this adaptation of Jane Austen's novel about misguided matchmaking takes a comic look at the romantic meddling of Emma Woodhouse. Emma spends her time arranging friends' romances, never noticing that her own true love is right beneath her nose. This is clueless. This is clueless. This is exactly clueless, just... This is what... Jane Austen. Yeah, they based clueless off of Emma. Of course they did. And now we're watching Emma. Emma! Which we just watched Clueless. Yep. Sort of. Like, like it all... in the past. Like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So like it all means something to us. We're doing good. Yeah. 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 We're yeah. professionals. Of course. <laughs> it stars Jeremy Northam, Gwyneth Paltrow, and of course, Ewan McGregor. Ooh. I'm so excited for our first Ewan movie. I know. Just, I'm already palpitating He's going to be so little. He's going to be such a baby. This is pre-Star Wars. <laughs> this is a British movie. This is a British movie. We're going to have to turn the subtitles on. Possibly? Possibly. Okay. Yeah, British movies. Uh, spend some time in Scotland. Then you can understand things. Hey. <laughs> it's directed by Douglas McGrath. It's rated PG for brief, mild language. It's two hours and three minutes long. And it's rated... 3.5 stars on DVD.com. Indeed. Yes. Do you know in French, DVD is spelled DVD or is pronounced DVD? Yeah. DVD. That's kind of like how it is in Spanish, too. Yeah? Yeah. That's fun. Sorry. Interesting tidbit. <laughs> I'm ready to watch it just for Ian McGregor alone, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, we do have awards. My bad. I almost missed it. It was um, at the 1997 Academy Awards. It won for Best Music Score, but was nominated for Best Costume Design. So it'll be some good music and some nice costumes. Yeah. And Ewan McGregor. And Ewan McGregor. I'm down. I'd watch that. I'm actually... I've I've wanted to watch this movie. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Lisa Simpson mentions it as one of her favorites. Okay. (laughs) I'm down. I'm always down for for Baby baby Obi-Wan. Let's go. Let's go. So we just watched Emma from Miramax. Miramax. is a novel from Jane Austen, as we mentioned earlier. Yes. Have you read any Jane Austen? Pride and Prejudice? I read part of Pride and Prejudice, but I didn't finish it since I was in high school. I don't remember. I think I read excerpts of Pride and Prejudice. Well, then I did too. Because <laughs> we had to read like... What was that one? Great Expectations. We had to read that for like an entire semester. Really? Yeah. So you've never read Emma? No, I've never read Emma. Would you want to read Emma now? Possibly. I feel like I'd be down to read Emma. 
I mean, like, that's the thing with, like, the older style writings is, Mm -hmm. like, I have no idea what's going on. But now I definitely know what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) So I could, you know, really absorb the flowery writing. Possibly. Yeah. Plus, it's just, like, a story about people gossiping and hooking up. Yeah, basically. I feel like I'd do better with an audiobook. I feel like I would get lost in an audiobook. Oh, that would definitely happen, but I would be, like, at least getting through it. Because <laughs> I'd still be lost either way. Yeah. For your homework assignment, Rita. No. There's homework? No homework for you. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Well, what did you think of this movie adaptation of Emma? Well, the DVD really sucked. Yes, bad DVD quality from dvd.com it was like they took the vhs and just ripped it and put it on the dvd yeah this is exactly the quality dvds were like advertised as being sharper and cleaner than vhs but this was neither of those things Mm -mm. for the experience of us watching it i was like i don't want to watch this old movie yeah like it took you out of it and then also it bothers me whenever It bothers me when TV channels do this, Um, when you have the big 16 by 9 TV and the widescreen TV, and they format it as 16 by 9, but it's like boxed into these huge black bars around it because they didn't want to zoom it in. Yeah, the thing was, I think it's a 4 by 3 DVD. Okay. But the movie isn't 16 by 9, and they didn't pan and scan, so it's letterboxed. Yes. So which ends with our current technology. It's just like a smaller rectangle within a rectangle. Yeah, it's like really, for some reason, that bothers me. Yeah. I get over it eventually, but yeah. I'm like, this this is sucky. Yeah, so right off the bat, it was an aesthetically not pleasing experience. No, based on our viewing experience. Yeah. Had this probably not been removed from Netflix... In the Miramac Purge, we probably would have gotten a better mm-hmm. quality experience. Indeed. So that's my that's my NetflixDVD.com review for their customer service representatives yeah. that listen to this podcast. You done messed up. <laughs> Other than that, like I felt like I was much more interested in it. Like once all of the characters were introduced, mm-hmm. but. It took so long to get to everything and everyone was talking very, very fast in a very flowery way to a point where I was just like, huh, a lot. I like how through customs and society, everybody has to be nice to everybody. Yeah, no, I I liked like certain aspects of it. It just, to me, it got to a point where it started feeling like the plot was just moving along really, really slow. I don't know necessarily if I like this movie because I just like that it was Clueless. (laughs) I mean, we saw Clueless first and we've seen Clueless a lot more. And although Clueless is Emma, having this adaptation come after in our viewing life, it just there's only you can compare it one way. Yeah. Knowing Clueless, it made this easier to understand. Yes. And maybe that's why, because we already kind of knew what was happening. Yeah. We knew what was going to come next because it's, it is very similar to the huge plot points of Emma. 
Yeah. Clueless. Clueless did a really good. I was like, Clueless did a great job at adapting this movie. Yeah. Clueless did a wonderful job. They understood this much more, much yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, uh, yeah, you could just go into a scene and be like, oh, this is the dance. Or yeah. Like, oh, this is, you know. This is that party. Yeah. Oh, this is her talking about Stoner Boy. This is. Mm-hmm. I also liked that Stoner Boy was a farmer. <laughs> I really liked that so you much. You could be a farmer in those jeans. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you notice that Gwyneth Paltrow's accent cracked? Because she's not English. I know she's not English. That was another thing that bothered me. There was just like, you don't have an English person being your main character. And your a- her accent was just not great all the time. Well, the I want to let you know, Ashley, that the cutaways are not done with Gwyneth Paltrow's English accent yet. I feel like there's like a reference to that in like a song or something. Gwyneth Paltrow's English accent. Either that or it's a band name. If it's not a band name, it should be a band name. This movie was very long and I have like probably way more many notes than I need to. Because <laughs> it was just like little vignettes of scenes of just like... I'm gossiping about this now. Oh, how about this? Are these people together? It was a lot of gossip and it was really hard to keep up because they all knew each other very, like, in the scene. They knew each other very intricately, very well. And when you're being introduced to characters like that, you can kind of get lost in who is who. At least for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only people I had trouble distinguishing, really, were Jane Fairfax and Mrs. Weston looked very similar yeah they were both like round face young ladies with brunette hair also because he kept calling her miss taylor that got confusing too but that's how you're introduced to them all is like this giant party a wedding a wedding and you're like i don't know who you're talking about really (laughs) you did have the voiceover similar to clueless Mm -hmm. you did have similar similar characteristics Oh, yeah. For Among sure. the characters with Clueless, like Harriet, who plays um, the character that Brittany Murphy is based off of, was very similar in the mannerisms and the characterization to that character in Clueless. And you can definitely see where they took that from the novel, I'm, I'm assuming, because it was very streamlined. Mm-hmm. You could definitely be like, okay, this is the part where she's going to get snubbed by the guy and it's going to be really upsetting and she's going to be dumb and she's going to go burn her shit. <laughs> I love that that was the thing that they did. Cause, like, it's just so relatable even to this day. Yeah. Well, there's something so, like, primal and satisfying about burning something especially random things that the guy you're crushing on has touched yeah yeah. random bits of garbage yes i never burned anything oh i burn shit i I have a vengeful soul they don't allow me near matches yeah i liked those little links that were very easily understandable even or relatable i guess is a better word to what we still experience as humans humans clamoring to have relations with other humans yep we still have that thing where you still have to be polite to people like with you that you work with that are kind of like jackasses to you You still have to be polite to them so it kind of is still similar that you have to be polite to everyone even if you hate them i like that nobody in this really was a jackass 
Except for maybe Ewan McGregor. He was a nice, like, he just, he, he was a jackass, but he did it with a smile. Yeah. And you kind of can't hate him, but you kind of do at the same time. He's pretty. He's very pretty. Horrible wig, though. You know, I'm confused about um, the order in which the talent was listed on DVD.com as well. I think it's listed more towards where everybody exists in the world now. Who's the other? The the guy who plays Mr. Knightley was first. Yeah. He's probably really popular somewhere. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they do do that because they had Ewan McGregor third. I would have had. I would have had Tony Collette. Yeah. I feel like it should have been like Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow, Tony Collette, and then like the woman who played Mrs. Weston. <laughs> it would have been three women across the board. Well, and yeah, they were the ones who spoke the most or was had the most screen time. Mm-hmm. Mr. Knightley was up there. Yeah. Yes. What's his first name? Did we ever learn that? No. Can we just call him Josh? Josh Knightley. Yep. Kira. Is his first name Kira? Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. No, even in the credits, it's just Mr. Knightley. Strange. On IMDb, Mr. Knightley. I wonder if he has a first name in the book probably i feel like it would be very awkward to like not know the first name of your future husband i like how elton was the same though but it was like mr elton mr elton yeah no that was like i always wondered where he got his name i always thought it was some weird la shit in clueless Mm -hmm. like why is his name elton elton's a a name well yeah and and, like elton john but that's elton john (laughs) yeah He's a person. He's a human. <laughs> he's a human, but he's like on another level of humanity than some kid in Beverly Hills named Elton. Well, Cher's name was Cher, named after Cher. So she was a pop pop sensation. You know what we said? We said when we were watching this, we wish that Cher and Clueless had a female go-to yeah yeah we did i mean it's kind of supposed to be like dion but the roles are completely different yeah because dion kind of is a little bit of an asshole yeah yeah i would have liked to have Cher like go to a mentor and like one of the teachers or something like have questions and like i don't know (gasps) oh you know what would have been really cool miss geist not necessarily miss geist that would be cool and adorable but if it was like because they're in Beverly Hills and she's all about fashion. If it was like a fashion teacher Ooh. at the Beverly Hills school. Yeah. And it was played by the lady in Greece too with the hair. Oh, 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 oh. The teacher. Yeah. The, I don't know her, the actress's name. Yeah. I feel like Cher, now Cher in, in Clueless was missing a little maternal help. Yeah. Which makes me feel a little bit more lonely for her. Yeah, I wonder why they went with that. It would make it way more s- similar because her governess is responsible f- for Emma. Not, she is like this older, higher up kind of, not necessarily higher up status wise, but she's an older influence on Emma's psyche. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas Cher, Dion being her equal, doesn't have like that same effect yeah that same impact on like just from us of the viewer 
it's like, oh, it's not as influential because it's it's an equal rather than somebody older and wiser. Yeah. So let's get into it. Boom. Wedding. Wedding. Globe spinning. Governess leaving. Highbury. <laughs> England takes over the world. The happy marriage between Mr. and Mrs. Weston. Weston. Formerly Miss Taylor. Formerly Miss Taylor, which is very confusing. Formerly, I was going to say Cher, Emma's governess. And she set them up. Important note, Emma set them up. Emma takes credit for setting them up. She thinks she's the best matchmaker in all of Hartfield, which is her house. Oh, yeah. Highbury. Highbury is their town. Highbury, is it a real place? I don't know. People across the pond, please let me know if Highbury is a real place. Dinner with dad. She has dinner with her dad and Paul Rudd shows up. Nope, it's Mr. Knightley. <laughs> Mr. Knightley. Who, to keep everything straight, we referenced Paul Rudd. Yeah. And he does mention that he's practically a brother. Ah! Because of his, her sister is married to his brother. Yes. There. <laughs> I got it. I so figured it out. He's, so he's her brother-in-law. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They're not related. By blood. At all. Well, they're related by marriage. Yeah. They are connected in a way, in a fashion. Not like Josh and Cher where they actually possibly share genetic material. No. No. It was from a previous. Previous marriage. No genetic material shared. <laughs> I, know, I always got confused with Clueless. I always thought that they were actually like half brother and sister. Emma misses her Miss Taylor. And she's bragging that I made the match myself. Did I'm, it all. Yep. I'm going to match up Mr. Elton because he's a nice guy. He just, he desperately needed. She said it some flowerly way, but basically she's just like, he needs to be banged. Yeah. So she invites Mr. Elton, who's Alan Cumming. Nightcrawler himself. I love Alan Cumming. There were so many like pop culture actors in this movie. <laughs> We had Nightcrawler, we had Obi-Wan, Pepper Potts. Oh, yeah. And we cannot forget Moaning Fucking Myrtle. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, brilliant. Brilliant. It was lovely. That's how we just, I wrote, okay, we got Moaning Myrtle here with Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> Moaning Myrtle's giving the goo-goo eyes to Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's like fan fiction. It writes itself. Yeah, and Pepper Potts just insulted her. Well, Pepper Potts has had a stressful life dealing with Tony Stark. Yep. So she invites Mr. Elton over for a party. That was the whole thing. You gotta have a party to talk to people. You gotta have a dance to touch people. Yep. She wants to hook him up with this woman named Harriet Smith, who she's gonna befriend. Harriet. <laughs> um, and Moaning Myrtle is there. She's always there. Yeah, the thing with Moaning Myrtle is that she never got married, so she's like this old maid, but she's not old yet, but she's poor, so everybody like really takes pity on her. Yeah, and she lives with her mother. Yeah. Who was her real life mother. So there's dinner, and they talk about Mr. Weston's letter everybody reads it it's all the rage <laughs> then the next day emma goes shopping with harriet and they avoid moaning myrtle they have like good together girly moments they gossip yeah. in the gardens harriet tells emma she likes a guy named mr martin and then they run into him and then emma's like no 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 he is a farmer <laughs> 
She's you like, can't date a farmer. She's like, are you serious? Why? What are you doing? Girl, girl, let's go cross stitch. We got to talk. <laughs> That's something you would say. I do cross stitch. I crochet. We'll just go be little old ladies in the corner. Yep. And gossip. Yep. So Emma's doing the thing where she's trying to get Harry, Harriet, Harriet, <laughs> to think about Mr. Elton. Like, oh, Mr. Elton said such a nice thing about you because you were hanging out with him at the the party. And, you know, this butters up Harriet and like, ooh, somebody of upper crust is paying attention to me because Harriet is much lower on the totem pole than everybody else here. Yeah, she is. She doesn't have any lineage like she's got no parents. I thought she was like adopted or taken taken in. Yeah, she's she is Jon Snow in yep. this scenario. Yep. <laughs> she is possibly of royalty, but no one knows. No one knows. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Well, I mean, that spoiler's been around since like the book started. Yep. If you didn't know or run into it on the internet. Drew good for you. Drew didn't run into it on the internet. Well, good for him. I'm proud of him. That was so funny. I had to explain it to him. Did I tell you or did I just tell Matt? You did not tell me. Oh my God. We're watching it. And he's like, what is happening? Is that Jon Snow? And I was like, yes. <laughs> he's like, wait, and that's Ned Stark? He's like, yes. And he's like, and he's like, who's that? I was like, that's Lyanna Stark. <laughs> and he's like, the brother and sister had sex and made Jon Snow? <laughs> like no and then you had to go through like the whole conspiracy theory dude i had to explain robert's rebellion and the war of the five kings i had to explain every (laughs) single thing that has happened in the past six seasons to him (laughs) because he forgot yeah he's like i don't know who these people are damn it drew and he needs to watch the whole series on a loop anyway all right so they're cross-stitching yeah okay i did that part yeah okay Emma goes to decorate the church with Mr. Elton and they talk about doing this drawing of Harriet and he like arranges it to happen. And of course, this whole time, Emma is trying to convince Mr. Elton be like, oh, didn't Harriet sew everything? I don't know. Harriet's so great. And then this is the photo shoot. Yes. They paint her as if she were a Greek goddess. Yeah. And then her dad says, you should paint a shawl on her. (laughs) Yeah. She looks so cold. So much skin is showing. The girl must be frozen. And Mr. Elton will be happy to deliver the painting to London to get it framed. Of course. So in town, Harriet shows Mr. Martin has proposed. She's got this letter from him. She's so excited. She tells Emma. And Emma's like, you gotta refuse this yeah like honey no you can't because she at first thinks that it's mr elton he's like he proposed and emma's like mr elton Mm -hmm. no mr martin yeah emma's like no nope 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 i will take this farmer he's a farmer in those jeans (laughs) he just needs to go tend his weed crop his little buds over at donwell abbey uh emma not downton abbey which is what i kept calling it in my mind 
Emma is firing, shooting arrows with Mr. Knightley. Yes. And he does admit that he has improved Harriet's station, you know, a little bit, you know, gotten her in the upper crust a little. Upper crust. But that doesn't, like, improve her. No. You know, her lineage or make her any more desirable for marriage for yeah. dowry or anything. Yeah, come on, guys. I don't know how this works. <laughs> also, Mr. Martin has consulted him onto advice on marriage to Harriet. Yes. When Emma's like, no, 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 Mr. Elton. That's who I want to hook her up with. He's like, what? Harriet is so low class. She should have taken it. Yeah. And he seemed to really like her. Yep. But Emma can't see that. It's because Emma doesn't see anything. She is Cher. Because, like, yeah, she really is Cher. <laughs> Guys. So instead of fighting, they have tea. As every British person does. Yeah. Like, I'm so angry I could just have tea right now. I mean, I wouldn't mind some tea right now. I'm not angry. I just, I wouldn't mind some tea. Yeah. So then we have, like, the, the, the photo, not photo, painting painting hanging thing mm -hmm. and um she he hung that painting in his locker yeah <laughs> right front and center emma says that elton should send some riddles to harriet because she's collecting them for a book yeah so he sends the the riddle to emma's house yes to emma so emma meets up with harriet and they figure out the riddle and it it says courtship is yes. the answer to the riddle. So they get all ee! All girly. Yeah, this super girly movie. Not that that's a bad thing. It's very focused on marriage. And gossip. And gossip. I mean, the guys were gossiping too. Everybody was gossiping. Well, yeah, like there's nothing They had nothing to, to do. do. <laughs> they were upper crust. They didn't have to be farmers. <laughs> Man, I would just want to be a farmer just so that I had something to do. Yeah, they had no they were like doing chores for fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the next part. Emma does her charity work, which is conveniently right by Mr. Elton's house. Yep. It's basically giving food to the homeless. Mm-hmm. Which she is good at. Which again, Cher does. Yeah. And in this Harriet is not into being near sick people. No, she's like Falls over things, drop thi drops things, gets attacked by lettuce. Yeah. And I also love how everybody in this movie was, like, deathly afraid of getting a sore throat. Yeah. Which was legit, but hilarious, Because though. it could be tuberculosis. Yeah. That's what everybody was afraid of. They were like, are you getting a sore throat? Oh, my God. Avo Quarantine! Avoid everybody. <laughs> Elton runs into them as they're leaving their charity work right in front of his house. So he asks to escort them home. But like Emma does this thing where she pretends, oh my goodness, my shoelace is gone. Yeah. And so like, she's like, go on ahead. So she sets them off together and she's like, he he he. But then there's a scene with their new baby niece. So she has some quips with Mr. Knightley. They say, let us quarrel no more. We're fine. We're all good. Then there's a Christmas Eve party. Ooh, ooh. Rolling with the homies. That's how I understand this movie. Elton gets a ride from Emma and her father. Yeah. 
And he's like, where's Harriet? And she's like, oh, Harriet is sick with a sore throat. Yep. Everybody was dead. And he's like sad for like two seconds. But then he's like, well, it's better to have good small company. Like something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was weird. It was very cheerful. Yes. Um. So at the party, he like super flirts with Emma. He does everything for her. Yeah. And there's dinner and like he like sits in between her and Mr. Knightley. Yep. Really close. That was awkward. And he's like, I think you should definitely not see Harriet anymore because a sore throat is the worst. It is the worst thing possible for all of humanity. Yeah. So Emma, from me, Mr. Elton, don't don't go to Harriet. <laughs> no Harriet. <laughs> So the old Mr. Weston was taking Emma's dad home because he wanted to go home early. Yeah. And so Mr. Elton was like, don't worry, I will care for your daughter. She was, she's safe with me. So they take a carriage together, Emma and Mr. Elton. She didn't have to lay down in her dress. That's right. On the ground. Yeah. So he confesses his attractions to her. He gets very close. I like this scene. And whispery. I like the use of the carriage. Yeah, I like how it was shot through like one side of the carriage a lot. And yeah. then they were sitting and then they would move to the opposite side. So they were closer to the camera sitting profile. And they yeah. would sit back and face the camera. Yeah, and they utilize that intri- like when he would get into the more intimate mm-hmm. conversation. They would switch to the the profile shot of in the carriage. Mm-hmm. And then they would... Like, as soon as that was revealed, Emma's like, uh, fuck this shit, and gets over to the other side. Is like, leave me alone, bro. Go. It was very interesting. I like how whispering was seen as something very intimate, and you did not do, unless you were... Intimate? Intimate. (laughs) I whisper all the time. (laughs) I enjoy it. Madame! Wait, what? Oh, I am married now. I guess I would be a madame strange madame madame can that be me can that just be my entrance (laughs) yes mr and madame (laughs) yes sam if that's okay why isn't he typing oh he's read it okay Okay. He's read it, ladies and gentlemen. Where is the typing bubbles? Where? I don't know. Where are the typing bubbles? Maybe he's coming back here. <gasps> here it comes. Sure. sure. <laughs> Say thank you. Now that's settled. <laughs> yep. Okay. Now that we have our fancy party entrance song. So she rejects him. She's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You are supposed to be with Harriet. He's like, Harriet? Harriet. She is so beneath us, girlfriend. She is the mud beneath my feet. Yeah. I don't know if he actually said that. That's just how his face reacted. She is Jon Snow. She is. She is the bastard of the North. Yes. Legit. Harriet Snow. We hardly <laughs> knew you. That's what her name should be is Harriet Snow. It was Smith. It was, it was close enough. Yes. 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 Yeah. Emma goes to see Mrs. Weston 
And Miss Weston was like, oh, yeah, I totes knew that. Everyone knew that. <laughs> yeah. And so she feels upset and she swears she'll never match, match, make again. Yeah, right, Cher. Mm-hmm. So she has to tell Harriet that Mr. Elton has feelings for Emma, not yes. her. But to make it up for her, she takes Harriet to go see some puppies. That was like the most accurate thing of this entire movie was when girlfriend upset, you go see puppies. Yeah. You're like, I know exactly what to do, honey. Yeah. And also an idea to take her mind off of Mr. Elton. She goes to visit Moaning Myrtle. Yeah. So they can hear this letter from Jane Fax. Faxfield. Yeah. Um, uh, Moaning Myrtle's always talking about these letters from Jane. Letters from Jane. And Jane's about to visit. And then Jane's visiting. They did that cut. Yeah. Jane has big boobs. Did she you was, notice that? She was busty. She was filling out like yep. nobody else was. Yeah. It was like Gwyneth Paltrow and then bite him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's like all I took away from that scene. <laughs> it's like, whoa, dude. That dress is not really fitting you all that well for like the time period. You got to cover up. Your decolletage is showing. Yep. <laughs> so Emma is with Mr. Knightley and she finds out that Mr. Elton is engaged to be married. And then Harriet tells the story about how she ran into Mr. Martin and she goes to Emma for comfort. I don't know. All those other things that don't even matter. She ran in. This is where she runs to Emma from the rain. And she's like, I ran into Mr. Martin at the store. It was totes awkward. Oh, okay. And I thought she was happy, like semi-happy about it. And she was happy. Oh, yeah. She was happy that they didn't hate her because she has refused the marriage. Yeah. So Emma is going for her ride. And her horse breaks down. Her Jeep. She didn't get her permit. She done hit a trash can. Someone's got to save her. Yep. Oh, look, Christian's riding in on a white horse. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor in his terrible wig. He plays Frank Churchill, who is Christian. And it was fun for me pretending that he was gay. Oh, yeah, I know. That, that was my whole backstory for him. I mean, it's not that he was gay, though, but he was off the market. Yeah. But still. But still. It was way more fun pretending he was gay. Yeah. So, very good choice, Clueless. We back that 100%. Mm-hmm. 100% LGBTQ repret. Moaning Myrtle wants all the hot gossip. <laughs> all of it. That's all she has in yeah. her tiny little toilet life. Yeah. She's like, did you bring me gossip from out of town, Frank Churchill? Did you bring me Tom Riddle's journal? <laughs> Did you throw it through my head? But also Moaning Myrtle's like, oh, I'm so glad that Churchill's here and what's-her-faces are having a party. And Emma's like, what? They didn't invite me. So she spends days waiting for the mail yeah. to get invited to this party. And she's all in a huff. But she ends up going to the party. Yep. Whether she was invited or not, we're not sure. No, I don't know. And then there's this piano mystery. Who sent? Jane Fairfax's piano. <gasps> Jane Fairfax. Spoiler alert. It was Churchill. It was Christian. Ewan. Obi-Wan. He was playing games like, I don't know. I don't know. 
but like she has found like her gossip mate for life because he is just as interested in coming up with theories and gossip as she is oh yeah if not more oh yeah he's mean about it though but you could have totes saw them together yeah i could have and so could emma emma definitely saw it emma plays some piano because that's what you do instead of karaoke bar yep and churchill joins her in singing but then everybody's like let's have jane play the piano it's her piano and churchill singing with jane now so emma's all like sitting alone so mr knightley comes and talks to her churchill comes to visit emma and he's got like important news to tell her but he's like cut off but we're left with feeling like does he love her um, so she starts writing in her diary about, like, I think very fondly of Mr. Churchill. We will make such lovely babies. <laughs> That's what you write in your diary. With, with very, very uh, poofy locks of hair. Mm-hmm. And very horrible wigs. And English accents. And English accents that are not very good. That was really bad. Mm. I can do better, I promise. See there. Okay, I'll do the rest of the podcast in a British accent. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> It'd be better than Gwyneth Paltrow's. Ooh, Throw in some major shade. Come on the show, Gwyneth. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Def- Apple. I just want to give her a hug. Defend yourself. I don't know if I want to go up against Pepper Potts. Drop some mad rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> some Jane Austen rhymes. Yeah. So, Mr. Elton brings his new wife over to tea, and she is obnoxious and arrogant. She's always talking over Mr. Elton. Like, we Oh, my nev- God, she's a bitch. Yeah, we never hear, like, Alan Cummings speak again in this movie <laughs> because yeah. his wife is talking over him. All he says is, I am old and married. Right. He's just like, I'm an old married man now. That's all he can say. Yeah, that's all he's allowed to say ever. Yep. It's like his new catchphrase. Yeah. So, like, Emma's like, I hate her, but we have to have a party so people won't think I hate her. That's a good way of going about things. Yeah. I hate her, but throw her a party. She is such a bitch. We should have a party for her. (laughs) She is such a bitch. I want to cut her. But, dude, bring out the bubbly. (laughs) Let's do this. And I wrote down, everybody loves Jane Fairfax. For some reason. Well, because that was like the montage scene where everyone was talking about Jane Fairfax and they just kept calling her Jane Fairfax. Yeah. I was like, shit, Jane Fairfax. (laughs) What? Jane Fairfax, you must be the best woman in the world. Yeah. Come be our president, Jane Fairfax. President Jane Fairfax. Best woman in the world. Woman with the heart of gold. Not to be confused at all with Mrs. Weston, who she looks very similar to. Jeez, Jane Fairfax. Control your bust. (laughs) Or don't. Do whatever you want. Don't get sick, because sore throats are the worst. (laughs) Don't even think about walking in the rain. Don't even think about strep, guys. No. Strep kills. (laughs) Hashtag strep kills. (laughs) Hashtag feminism. Hashtag everyone loves Jane Fairfax. Hashtag Jane Fairfax for president. (laughs) Hashtag I'm with her. (laughs) Or I'm with Jane. I'm with Jane. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm only joking because I have no idea like who Jane Fairfax <laughs> is or like how she contributes to this movie at all. I don't know, except she was the foil for Emma. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, not even her fault. She just, like, shows up and everybody's like, oh, we must take care of you, Jane, Jane Fairfax. <laughs> most precious Jane Fairfax. <laughs> I'm like, what did she do? <laughs> She's like a Pokemon. She can only say her first and last name. <laughs> did she even speak throughout? Oh, no, she sang. Uh, yeah. But, but that was it. <laughs> I don't know anything about Jane Fairfax. <laughs> she should be our president. Everybody likes her. Fairfax 2016. <laughs> I do not even know what these notes mean. So supposedly Emma is gone on a walk with Knightley. With Kira. <laughs> Mr. Knightley. He's hanging out with Kira. Oh, and Mrs. Weston. Emma's this is when they're talking about Jane Fairfax. They suspect... That Mr. Churchill likes Fairfax. No, they suspect Mr. Knightley likes Fairfax. Fairfax. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't Fairfax a road here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they're all like, there's this party and it's just like Jane and Knightley together. Emma wants to set up Harriet and Churchill now. Yeah. Because she thinks like, oh, if Fairfax is with Knightley and Churchill's available, I've got a friend, Harriet. Harriet. Sweet Harriet. I mean, and now the Gossip Queens have reunited. Churchill was out of town for a, a minute. He's back. They are reunited hot Gossip Queens. Yep. And they're dancing. And they're taking on the town. <laughs> and the real big fish is playing. Yeah. Mr. Elton does not want to dance with Harriet because he's an old married man. Yeah, that's his only excuse. And this means that he's a dick. Yeah. So Mr. Knightley will dance with her. Just like Josh. Josh pulls a solid. Good job, Josh. Yeah. So Emma goes and thanks him. And then they have the last dance together. Emma and Mr. Knightley. Knightley. And yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. In that one locked off shot. Yeah. I love that dance. That was great. I would do that dance. Okay. Then Emma and Harriet get attacked by gypsies. Yeah, for some reason. They're walking alone on the road without a male escort. <gasps> without a man? Mm-hmm. But Churchill comes and saves them. Yep. He reaches out his Obi-Wan hand mm -hmm. and force forces the gyps gypsies away using the force. Using the force. Of his manhood. Emma's really, again, pushing to set up Harriet and Churchill. And then there's this big picnic, which is really pretty. Oh, yeah. Those umbrellas were amazing. I was like, I want that. I want all of that. Yeah. First, Churchill. Okay, so Churchill su suggests that they play a game where they have to, like, tell Emma mm -hmm. things and she'll laugh. Mm -hmm. But then, like, Emma insults Moaning Myrtle and says, like, if you're going to say dull things, you only have to restrict. You have to restrict it to just three. And then Moaning Myrtle gets really embarrassed and ashamed. And Mr. Knightley goes on a walk with her. And is like, bitch, why are you being so mean? Yeah. He yells at Emma. Yeah. And Emma, Rightly so. Yeah. Emma feels bad. Good. But then we find out Churchill has been secretly engaged to Jane Fairfax this whole time. <gasps> President Fairfax. Why have you done us this way? She's done us such a disservice. Yeah, well. Can she be our president anymore? Everybody, I think, still likes her. Okay. Harriet tells Emma now that she's been pining for 
Mr. Knightley since the dance, since he saved her. Yeah, he did her a solid. So she's like, oh, he's so fine. He rescued me. And then we danced. And he looks like Paul Rudd. Yeah. (laughs) He did look like Paul Rudd. He did. Good casting. Good casting, except for the fact that the movies were being made simultaneously. Dear Diary. Emma's upset because... I am upset because Mr. Knightley is mine, not Harriet's. Yeah, she realized she's got the feels. He is mine. My Mr. Knightley. I'm going to try not to think about him. That's how you deal with your crushes. She even prayed to God in a church to not think about Mr. Knightley. Please, God, take these thoughts away from me. I don't know why that became Gwyneth Paltrow, but it did. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't know why she sounds like an upper middle class old lady. She sounds like old. I'm like, oi, governor. (laughs) I don't want this Mr. Knightley anymore. (laughs) It's rubbish. Please, God, take her. Take these thoughts, these nasty, nasty thoughts. (laughs) <laughs> that are not godlike away from me. Please, God. He's kind of like my brother. He is my brother from another mother. <laughs> <laughs> and why Gwyneth Paltrow accent? I can't even understand what you're saying anymore. <laughs> so funnily enough, after she prays to God to forget about him, she runs immediately into, into him. him. And they go on a walk because he's like, I'll escort you home because he's nice. And he wants to tell her some things he's been pondering while he was away. He was away at his brother's. Brothers, mm-hmm. John's. We know his brother's name, but we don't know his. <laughs> his first name is Mr. Yeah, it's just his parents were like, Mr. Mr. He wants to tell her, but she's afraid of what he's going to say. She's thinking that he's going to say that he's engaged to somebody to harriet to harriet because everybody else is taken by now yeah only but only people left are her and harriet harriet (laughs) sweet harriet so she's like just don't say it don't say anything because just don't just don't i can't so like he walks away in a huff but like she follows up with him shortly and is like i'm sorry It's my fault. I know you are upset now, so just tell me whatever you're going to tell me because you are my friend. And he says, I wish to call you something more intimate. Than friend. Than friend. I want to call you. He also says, it is our imperfections that makes us so perfect. Oh, precious. For each other. Precious little cinnamon roll. Marry me. Marry me. And then the kiss. Lots of kisses. But then, oh yeah, and also he decides to move in because she can't leave her dad, her old dad Her poor alone. invalid father. He's going to die soon anyway of yeah. strep throaters. <laughs> He's going to get the streptococcus. <laughs> oh no, father has a sore throat. We do. Please keep the streptococcus in the other room. Father, <laughs> burn the doorknobs. <laughs> Burn the doorknob. Yeah, it's how you get rid of diseases. <laughs> you just like light them up so you have no more doorknobs. Because <laughs> you burnt them. No, it's just the doorknob. You just like run a candle over it. You don't burn the whole door. 
No. In my head, the doorknobs are made of wood. <laughs> and you, like, disintegrated them. So there'd just be a door with a hole in it. <laughs> hey, that's, like, my door at work. Did you burn the doorknob off? No, it came like that. The doors hung all awkward. <laughs> so, okay. So she tells she tells everybody that they're engaged now. The only person who's upset is Harriet because nobody will love her. Why don't you love Harriet? Well, pretty much it's just everybody she falls in love with yeah. is like, nope. Then she just goes back to the beginning. Yeah, weeks pass, and then Harriet shows up. She's like, hey, guess what? I'm engaged to Mr. Martin. And they're like, yay! I didn't want you to be upset, Gwyneth. Because I married that farmer. I married the farmer! She's like, I am so happy for you. Because nobody else will marry (laughs) you. Nobody else loves you. Nobody else. This is good. You're fine. No. (laughs) Slowly patting her back. (laughs) Shut your face. Shut your low class face. <laughs> and then we have the wedding of Emma and Mr. Knightley. And she becomes Mrs. Knightley. Mrs. She's Knightley. no longer Emma. <laughs> she will henceforth be known as Mrs. Knightley. <laughs> the, end. the end. So yeah, that was a lot easier to do and hopefully well most people have seen Clueless before, so Yeah. They know what we're talking they about. They know. Okay, we are gonna uh, we're on to the game section of our show now, and we're going to do a dramatic reading with terrible English accents. <laughs> Playing the role of Emma is Madame <laughs> Ashley McKinney. I shall be British Gwyneth Paltrow. And playing the role of Harriet is myself. Use Mademoiselle. You'll see. Uh, we're gonna do the section where uh, Emma and Harriet are talking about Mrs. Elton. Yes. Get into it, Justine. You ready? Oh, my governor. <laughs> She'd never seen him before, and she's called him Knightley. I saw her at church. She seemed... Vulgar, base, conceited, cross. She actually seemed pleased to discover that Mr. Knightley was a gentleman. I doubt he'll return the compliment and find her a lady. Ooh. She proposed that we form a musical club. Is it possible that Mr. Elton met her while doing charitable work in a mental infirmary? My word. (sighs) There is only one thing to do with a person as impossible as she. What? I must throw a party for her. Otherwise everyone will feel at once how much I dislike her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right, governor. (laughs) And scene. I'm crying a little. That's okay. That was everything I imagined it would be. <laughs> and more. And more? And more. Okay, that's good. Five stars for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you want to hear me do that again, you should rate this podcast, guys. We'll do a whole podcast in that accent. Yeah. And then we'll all die of sore throat after. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You ready to rate the movie? I am. I am indubitably ready okay good i'm going to rate this movie three bonnet pins oh lovely yes i'm going to rate this movie three picnic umbrellas that's a good one they're quite lovely they are quite lovely next week we are flashing back to 1969 with hello dolly hello dolly barbara streisand i know 
I'm excited. We're, we seem to be flashing back to musicals, which I'm like, we should watch more musicals. <laughs> Give us all of the musicals. Actually, no, just make more musicals, guys. Yeah. Good ones. Good romantic comedy ones. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Remember, every other week, there will be a flashback episode deviating from our regular chronological order till about mid-November till we have um, the elections, apparently, for President Jane Fairfax. <laughs> Hashtag I'm with Jane. Tied that in there. <laughs> also... We've just launched our Patreon a couple weeks ago as a way for you guys to support us. If you're listening to us here and you want to give us a dollar for all the things you've just heard, (laughs) we would greatly appreciate it. Just for that, a performance alone is worth a dollar. I think it's worth a dollar. I mean, I would go, I would take 50 cents for that, but I would really like a dollar. Yeah. Plus, I think the website will take the 50 cents, you know. Away from us? Yeah. <laughs> it, just <takes> it. <laughs> it goes off into the void. This is mine now. <laughs> Please go to patreon.com slash cutawayspodcast to do such things. You can listen and download all of our many, many, many episodes at thecutaways.com. And you can leave us comments and rate us and subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere else. Uh, Please uh, rate us on iTunes because it's a really good way for us as a podcast to get recommended to other people who enjoy podcasts of a similar nature. Yeah. iTunes doesn't just listen to us. No. And do that for you. No. We need your help. Please. Yep. We're also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. Please talk to us please go there tell us what you think about the podcast you can talk to us about other things like stranger things or what other things are we currently experiencing right now hamilton hamilton you can even on these other places like facebook and twitter and instagram express your feelings in emoji or gif oh yes we always love gif expressions yeah Well, that wraps up this week's episode. See you next week. Bye. Bye.